Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's time to rejoin the undisputed best sports talk show in Houston. It's clearly John and Lance, except no substitutes. All right, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Dana told me a story about uh, you, Malik Fleming. Did you watch Cougs game? I did. Yeah. I, I, I didn't watch all of it, but I watched a good show. Fleming was terrific, yeah. man. He is he is bouncy. The one thing I noticed, I put it on Twitter, is those two interceptions where you had the linebacker driving, um, you know, basically weaving, reading the quarterback, driving back on the ball. Frank Harris had a miserable time. Shout out to Doug Belk. He took yeah. he took what he knew from last year. There's no man coverage, mostly zone, so he couldn't just take off running. And I mean, the athletes on the field were bouncier, quicker, more twitch. The DBs were like, well, they you were know, ready, it was impressive, especially the second uh, intercept, the interception that he had in the uh, on, on the fade route uh, out of the slot. He said, "I was re- we were ready for it. We practiced it, and we, we practiced it all summer in practice because they did that a lot last said, year. Yeah, they did. UTSA yeah, did, yeah. And, and and he was ready for it. They were ready. They were ready. They they did a nice job. But Fleming had a punt return of forty eight yards mm-hmm. as well, along with the two interceptions and Tank Dell." And Marcus Jones. He looked like Mark. I was going to say on the interception, he looked like Marcus Jones. Yeah. I was like, man, this dude has Marcus Jones. Well, vibes. one of the reasons that he went to, he was an East Carolina transfer. He said, after I saw what they did with Marcus Jones and Demarion Williams, he said, I'm a smaller guy. I, I want I want to be a part of that and see if I can't get to the NFL through the University of Houston. So wow. that's why he came here. I didn't know that. So, but Dana, after he returned that punt, Dana ran over to Tank Dell and Marcus Jones, and they had one over one other guy that was there, another one of the punt returners from the last few years. And he goes, "See, it wasn't just you guys. It's us. It's us." <laughs> <laughs> no, he did. Yes, he did. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, Dana does that. And uh, I saw him one time. Wait, wait, was he being? Was he laughing? Was yeah, it a joke? Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was laughing at him. He goes, "Hey, you see that, guys? It's us." I was, I was worried he, they were going. Wait, why, why is he, he yelling at us for? No, he loves those guys, and those guys love him. Um, so he, uh, yeah, I saw him one time though. Uh, I think it was at the university. It was at the University of Texas game, and he had gotten. Frankie Damaris's daughter, a, a pass to be on the sideline, not in the not in not in the uh, in the area, the players' area, but on the sideline, and she was wearing UT boots. She went to UT, and she's wearing UT boots, but she wasn't wearing. She was wearing white, and she wasn't. She didn't want to disrespect. And Dana went over and goes, "What? What are those boots on right there? Get those boots out of here!" <laughs> yeah, during the game. And I'm like, he don't, he don't miss nothing. He don't miss nothing. And as soon as he returned that, that punt, uh, he Dana went after uh, after Tank Dell and, and Marcus Jones. That was well, funny can, stuff. And one thing that really, um, I don't know about you guys, but one of the things, Keith, we see, we get to you and just, uh, well, let's get Keith in now because I can, I don't want him to hold over on a not on a Labor Day when we're no, that's when, true, and where Keith is laboring to listen to us. What's up, Keith? How are we doing? <clears throat> Hey guys, thanks for having me on today, Labor Day. I'm off today. Um, just wanted to call in, you know, touch base on uh, Colorado TCU and FSU. I, I do remember June, July, I was in my Gordon Ramsay mode, cooking it up, telling you mm-hmm. FSU's going to make that run. He did. College football playoff. Called in last month. Dell was, Dell shook us off. Dell shook me off. He said the schedule wasn't good enough. I still, FSU no, loaded. I didn't say that. I said you'd be oh. two and two, which huh. I'm wrong. Uh, you won yesterday. I still don't think you're good enough, but oh, that's well, okay. I guess mm. we're about to find out, though. Uh, I tell you what, Jordan Travis, Keith, look, he put, looked please, pretty good in that second half. Please let Keith cook. Well, I, 
I Keith will cook, but I will point out when LSU, LSU is starting a transfer from southeastern Louisiana at corner. That was and, interesting. And then another from Syracuse. Yeah. That was curious. That was that speaks to a lack of recruiting and uh, credit to FSU. Their transfers worked out. Keon Coleman, Johnny Wilson, those big guys. Where Keon Coleman those, come from? Michigan State. Yeah, those guys dominated the LSU transfers at corner. If you're LSU, I'm not sure DBU should be taking corners from those yeah. two schools. But, that, that's fine. Make but, it about but LSU. But Florida State take it away was, from Keith no, FSU. I, gonna, I said those, I said those transfers are really good. And Jordan Travis, when he had chances to make plays, he put him up in spots where those guys can make plays. So the transfer portal has helped FSU quite a bit. And those wide receivers were were kind of kind of the showcase. For that, and um, if they're going to get that type of play from the wide receiver core, which I kind of doubt it, they got a real shot. Yeah, Keon Coleman, a great Michigan State transfer hat trick. He's a future Denver Bronco. I think Lance has got him shoot, skyrocketing up his boards. <laughs> I do want to give a shout out to to Shiloh Sanders, Deion Sanders' other son, ten tackles for Colorado. Great game. I know Deion Sanders. He didn't even mention him. Deion and his offspring beat TC. I mean. Shador Sanders had 500 yards passing, 5'10". His young, his other son, the younger son, had 10 tackles. I mean, that was a hell of a job. That was just to take it back there for one second. Um, there was an FSU fan that wanted on Twitter, wanted, who couldn't wait to hear your thoughts well, on the game. Well, he thought we were on tomorrow, so I guess, he'll, I guess we'll replay this for him tomorrow. Yeah, we'll have to do that. Um, it was, uh, it was, I do want to make a comment about transfers when we come back. We'll break it right now, 759, but, and we have some non, we have some, I mean, look, this truly is, John usually says every Friday is a holiday show. Yeah. But this actually is a holiday this show. This is a holiday it's show. It's one of the first holiday shows we've done in a long time. Yeah. So we got to turn it into a holiday show well, at some point. You got it. Well, it's a holiday now because you got underdog fantasy to play. I do. And underdog fantasy was, was the right choice. How about higher than 216 passing yards for Shador Sanders? That was easy. How about higher than 2.5 touchdowns for Quinn Ewers? Passing touchdowns. Yes, that's a win. Let's say you put 50 on that. That paid $150 just for winning those two. On the Pick'em Challenge, where you take anywhere between two and five players. They've got baseball, they've got basketball, college football, pro football, and they've got so many different statistics, and you pick higher or lower, and if you win, you are going to uh, win a higher percentage of your money. You know, obviously, it's you pick two to five. So if you pick five, you win 20 uh, times whatever your original play is. And guess what? It's absolutely legal. It's real money. And you have a chance to have the best time of your life with my friends over at Underdog Fantasy. <clears throat> Underdog Fantasy is a great way to make the games count. Make them count for even more for you, no matter what the game is. Whether it's daily fantasy, whether it's season-long contest, or maybe you are taking a look at, as I mentioned, the pick'em element. It's awesome. And they've redesigned some of the elements of their front page. So it's it was already easy to navigate. It's even easier now. Underdog Fantasy, and they're giving you up to $100 on your first deposit. You must use promo code Lance. That's my first name. Go to Underdog Fantasy on the laptop or download the app. Use promo code Lance on your, your uh, first deposit, and they're going to they're gonna add up to $100 on that first deposit. Do not miss out. You must be 18 or older or present in the state where Underdog Fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concern with your play. Call 800-GAMBLER or visit ncpgambling.org. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Is it football season yet? A tug of war. 22 nameless men grappling in the mud. They call it pro football. Yeah. They suck. In extra innings. They yeah. suck. 
in extra innings. They duck, duck, duck. They duck, duck, duck. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. What happened? All right, 803 on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Here's the headline. And, and, and I, I just can't tell you how, how happy I am. And it's got to come with one about Chaz as well. Chandler Rome in The Athletic this morning. Yiner Diaz joined a league company. Can he finally crack Astros everyday lineup? Yiner became one of six Astros rookie. He's the seventh Astro rookie to hit 20 home runs in a season. He has... Jordan hit 27 and 369 plate appearances. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's really good. It's really good. He's he's by far, I think, the best Astro rookie ever. Carlos, 22 homers in 432. Uh, Jeremy Pena, 22 in 558. And Yiner's 20 in 331. Even better than George Springer. George Springer hit 20 in 345. And George Springer was like 40 years old when he finally came up as a rookie. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, he had a lot of uh, – Yiner Diaz just shot through the minor league system. He did. He did. And It's he, easier when your team's already set. They were trying to match George up with the rest of the team. but uh, And, I mean, it, there were benefits to it. They yeah. were able to extend George a little bit. There were definitely benefits. Um, Lance Berkman, 21 homers and 417. So, Yiner's on a better – Pace, much better pace than even Lance Berkman was, mm-hmm. who was a home run champion in college. And, uh, you know, and, a, and a, his OPS off the chart, 943 career OPS. And here Yiner is uh, with 20 homers in 331 plate appearances. And he's just going to sit there. If this is what kills me, last night in a late, in a game situation, in the eighth inning, Dusty pinch hits Yiner for Maldonado. What that tells me is Yiner is better than Maldonado. And Yiner came up with a base hit and, and to set the table for Altuve, although Altuve couldn't come through. Yiner is better than Maldonado. Uh, offensively, no question. I mean, it's not even close. No, there's even no close. question. I, um... And yet... Maldonado is the one who's playing in critical games. Well, but Maldonado also handled. I mean, I'm playing devil's advocate a little bit here, but Maldonado, Maldonado was also behind the plate for a very good start for Christian Javier. Yeah, which is very important for him to get going. And they ranted and raved about what a great game he was calling and all that. My one of the questions I have is: It looked like Maldi was looking into the dugout at times. Are the dugout calling the? Is the dugout calling the games? Is that over? Is that overstated? Maldonado calling games. Uh, I, I listen. If if Maldonado is so great at calling games, Maldonado can call the game from the dugout too. And and you know, no, they look to the dugout to find out. Yeah, there there are calls coming from the dugout of what pitches. The Why thing. are we? That's a little. That's a little overstated about calling a game, then, right? Yeah, for Maldonado. Yeah, I'd be curious because about he's, it. He, the pass ball thing is ridiculous. The uh, the throwing out runners, Yiner is better at it. I mean, everything about him, everything. And if Maldonado calls such a great game, he can do it from right over there. I think Maldonado also one of the once again, it's kind of devil's advocate because I'd rather see Yiner much more. But the other thing you could point to is that 
is that he's good when he goes out to the mound, like he did this with Javier at one point. When he goes out to the mound, I think he has the ability. He's seen a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, they talked about the fact that it was, it was Zach Grinky that really taught Maldonado a lot about the game in terms of a pitcher and a pitcher's mentality. And so he goes out there with the wealth of experience and behind him where he may know what pitchers are going through. He may be able to think along with the pitcher. I don't want to diminish all that. It's just that, it's just that, um, I do think this will be Dusty's last year, and I do think this will be Maldonado's last year as a full, as a, as a, as the pre, as the catcher one. Next year, I think it has to be Diaz. Unless Diaz is going to be moved to first, or you're going to have him. Did you at any point, we'll get to a phone call in a second. Did you at any point when you watched, I know I thought this immediately, when I watched Jordan go down, with the knee where his cleat slid and it looked like the left knee buckled and the ankle buckled in the back. And I just thought, get his ass to DH and never let him in the outfield. Yeah, again. I, I thought hey, he is going to be. And, and, and chances are, he, Dusty may rest him today. It's an afternoon game after a night game that you had to travel to uh, Arlington. There's a chance that Jordan, I would think Dusty, you know Dusty, he's going to be very protective. And quite frankly, if a day off helps Jordan, I, I, you, you definitely worry about, it. but Jordan won't be playing left field and especially away parks. Jordan very rarely plays mm-hmm. in away parks, uh, on, uh, in, in the field. So Uncle Mike will probably be in left field. Who knows who's going to be in center? We know Maldonado is going to be behind the plate because that's just what happens. So, I mean, it, who's pitching today? Uh, today. Oh, no, no, no. This is a yonder day. France is pitching. Yeah. France. So against, it'll be, I think it'll be McCormick, France. I but, think it'll but be the Heaney good one. He is a left hander and we know what. That, that Yiner can't hit lefties. Oh, my not. bad. Forget it. <laughs> He's not in there. But Maldonado can't hit anybody. But 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 but, but Yiner can't hit lefties. Actually, Yiner has had some hits against lefties. Yes, he has right? had some yeah. hits against lefties. We said that tongue in cheek. But then after that, it goes uh, Fromber and then um, and then Verlander. So we won't see Yiner again for the rest of the series. Um, so today he's got to he's got to start against France uh, with France and then against Heaney. It goes ooh. How about Verlander versus Scherzer in Game Three of this series? I know that's going to be fun. Former teammates, yeah. This is this this is going to be fun. Versus lefties, he's at one ninety three with a five forty one OPS. So. And what's Maldonado? Um, I don't know. Probably. Well, look, that <laughs> probably about the same. Uh, probably in that same in that neighborhood. Actually, probably better. Uh, he's hitting one ninety one with a five what five forty one OPS. I got a feeling that uh, Maldonado's the choice well, here. Ma- I'll check his splits, but come on now, it can't be it can't be worse than that. Then he, well, okay, what is Mal- no, he's hitting two fifty three with holy crap! You better watch your mouth. Can you apologize to Dusty? What's his what's his OPS two fifty three only an eight eighty five eight eighty five OPS against lefties? Yeah. Well, then that's all he should play against because if that's the case. What is his number? What are his numbers six, against right-handers? He's got six home runs and 75 at-bats. What are, what are Hold on, his? I'm going to read it to you. Yeah. He's got six home runs and 75 at-bats against left-handers, five home runs and 234 at-bats against right-handers. Against righties, he's 162 with a 476. See? Then he, I mean, well, if, but, but, those okay, are by, the splits. By his logic, though, but those because are the, we can't right. play Yiner against lefties, but those are splits. by his logic, Maldonado should never play against those a Those are the splits you should be looking at, yeah. aren't they? yeah. Yeah, absolutely. you should be looking at Maldonado's. They're so substantial. Yeah, that maybe you do play him against uh, against lefties. You play, yeah, Dusty's right. It's just Yiner needs to play against righties more. 
But I, we've done this all year long. I got a feeling this. You're just going to have to wait this whole year out. It's yeah. not going to change as long as Diaz gets in. As long as Dusty's here. But gets, I, I think I really do think this is the undoing. This and the way he's treating Chaz is the undoing of Dusty Baker. Well, treating Chaz or not utilizing him on a daily basis. Yeah. He's a young player. He's, he should be the starting center fielder the same way Bregman's the starting He's acting like these games are middle of April. This is September. You have to have your – and you're a game out. And you are on the precipice of not even making the playoffs. You have got to have more urgency. He just doesn't. Oh, a bad stretch and you're out of the playoffs. You're out. You're out. Let's get Ray in North Houston in here. Hey, Ray. What's up, fellas? Hey, what's going on, what's Ray? What's up, Ray? I not much. I called last week about SSU, man. They looked good last night. Real good. Brian, yeah, Brian Kelly, I think, wrote a check that his team couldn't cash talking that smack. Talking about how they were going to kill FSU. Mm-hmm. FSU should have beat them by more. They actually played sloppy, you know, with the penalties and the drop passes. But, I mean, if they continue to be able to run the ball and throw like that, man, FSU's back, baby. It's true. And you know what? You mentioned the penalties. Four 15-yard penalties. That four. said, LSU was in the red zone how many times? No, and twice. moving the ball at will. Well, they had like six plays it, yeah. and couldn't get a touchdown from the one or whatever. One that was line. terrible. It was awful. That said, LSU should have had a big lead at the half. At second half, Florida State dominated. Complete but, and, and, oh, by the way, Johnny Wilson can't catch. Well, not in the first half. Yeah. Kyron yeah. Lacey dropped the – well, on the LSU side, Kyron Lacey dropped the pass. Oh, he dropped a down. Yeah. That would have – Oh, like here come have, the LSU contingent saying they should have won that game by 40. I didn't say should have won. No, but they should have had a, a much bigger – first, The first half, absolutely. should have been a different game. Yeah. Now, I'll also say two of the plays, two of the drives were extended because of Bad fifteen yard penalties by by Florida well, State. But they made the they did. They I mean, they were also extended, so you yeah. can't just say they should have scored. LSU had those; they ran plays. It's not like they didn't run plays; they couldn't get in. I yeah, mean, they, you they, can't give LSU points because they actually had plays and they couldn't get the yard. I, I think the assumption, and so I guess the wrong one in LSU's case, is that you have that many plays inside the five yard line, you'd find a way to score some points, at least a touch or at least a field goal. But they didn't take the points. They just, would you have taken the points? No. The not, second time the I would have considered drive. the first time you got to try to score yeah, a touchdown. They had so many plays and couldn't get it. The second time I didn't like yeah, the, the second time they should have taken Yeah. Yeah. They should have taken the points. Yeah. It, it was a, a particularly in that first quarter, early in early in the second quarter too, missed opportunities from LSU. Who knows if you punch it in three times and it's twenty one to seven, how's the complexion of the game change? Yeah, it changed a lot. I think the pressure on because I thought Jordan Travis I thought Travis played not Orly very in well half, yeah. in the first half. Should've it was threw a pick. Should have thrown a second. Yeah, he yeah. Had, no, he had he pressure ju- on him. Jumped up in the air and then knocked it and away from each other. Threw the ball. Just he it. threw a hook pass or something. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah a couple things with LSU. They turned Harold Perkins, who we know as is a big time pass rusher, into an off the ball linebacker, what are they and doing? then had him spy. And he was non effective. Why is he in coverage? Well, instead of they're trying to the help him become. They're, they're trying to take their lumps and make him a linebacker. Yeah. Instead of just a, an undersized pass rusher, I give Brian Kelly credit for this. That's got to be hard knowing that your guy. But I would also say this: you know what they're doing is admirable because you're saying, okay, he's a, truly a linebacker. We have to help him learn to be a linebacker. He can't just be a guy who runs around making plays. And then on Sunday, you'll turn on Dallas and watch Micah Parsons and realize that's who Harold Perkins could be. Yeah, I well, mean, honestly, I, let, let's just be real. Micah Parsons is showing you what Harold Perkins probably should be. He's doing him a disservice because Harold Perkins is going to make a living in the NFL, or you know, he and he's going to help LSU's football team much more rushing the passer. I agree. I think you'll see that. Uh, 
after a while when they realize this is this is diminishing returns yeah. with what we're doing. I get that we're trying to make them more traditional. I would just think less traditionally. Harold Perkins has linebacker size, but he's really a phenomenal pass rusher. And if you want to, you know, and if you want to use him standing up, you know, if you want to put him at linebacker on first and second down, but then move him around the formation to where really you're playing a four-two-five, but uh, or a four-two-four with the fifth man being Harold Perkins, and you move him outside, you move him in the A gap. I would just use him as almost a, a joker where I have no idea where Harold Perkins is going to be if I'm an offense on any snap. Yep, yep. And it's screwing my blocking up because we can't slide protection to him. Like, I would use him like that. To me, he's one of those rare guys because of his speed that you you are doing yourself a disservice from a playmaking standpoint. And Brian Kelly, I guarantee you, it ain't going to take but two or three games for him not having – because I didn't see the rush in the second half. A lot of the rush was coming from the interior. Not necessarily from the edges as much as the interior, where the interior, man, they were wearing out. Now, Florida State with Verse and Peyton, they've got a really good couple of rushers there as well. Oh, by the way, my son Alec got uh, hired to be part of the uh, – the. Uh, he's working for Alabama's football side. He's doing recruiting stuff. He cuts up tape for coaches. Mm, recruiting, recruiting stuff. Mm. Recruiting stuff. <laughs> what? All he does is cut up tape. He's got to go every – like three nights a week and go cut up tape for three hours. He, well, because Bill O'Brien's not there anymore. He got a job. Does he? Exactly. <laughs> well, Burton Burns, the guy who did a lot of recruiting stuff, for, and he was a coach on the staff of Nick Saban. I don't even know what your son does, Lance. Yeah. What does he even do? Does, does he? Well, does, he cuts up tape. Now. Are we sure? Does he carry on carry around bags full, fast food bags full of cash? Well, well I don't. We don't have to do that anymore now. We have NIL. Well, still do. Trust, trust do. us. The under the table stuff is still going. Is it still on. going on. Okay. All right, eight seventeen. We got to talk about a little tequila. Trust us. Like you and John, are y'all doing stuff with bags? No, but we're aware. We're I know aware. you're a bag man, but above yeah. board bag man, they're still below the board bag man, below under the table. Bag well, I'm a bag on. man that operates legally and under we the know. and we have the Supreme Court speak in my favor. They speak highly of me. And so does Maestro Dobell. I've sent so many people. Uh, I've well, I've just alerted people to Maestro Dobell. I can't take credit for the process of making Maestro Dobell, the Reposada, the Añejo. I, I can't take, I can't take the credit for making it. But it's kind of like I made it. Whenever I tell you about it, and you go buy it and you go enjoy it. Well, I had somebody reach out on Twitter. Hey, what was the be- What's the best Maestro Dobell to take shots with? I got a buddy of mine loves taking shots. I'm like, well, I mean. <sighs> I'll give you an answer, but, you know, I don't know that it's necessarily for shots. I mean, you can use it for shots, but I want you to be a little more refined with it, but that's fine. If you want to do shots, I said Reposado or Silver. I think the Silver, if you're going to do your shots, that's fine. You're not going to get the burn. It's going to go down nicely and smoothly because it's made the right way. And no matter what you're looking for, a top-shelf tequila with a very reasonable price, that's my Strato Bell. Make sure that you check it out wherever fine liquors are sold. If it's not in there, demand it by name. And tell them you must start carrying my Shoto Bell. You're back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerline. So we got a new TV in here. The other one pooped out after 15 years. We got a new TV in here. And that's all we can get is the Nature Channel on it. This can't be true. Is that? Is that? Did you change it to? Does it have ESPN on it now? Do you know? Yeah, because 
Okay, we, we've been watching the Nature Channel. I don't want to be an animal. I saw foxes literally go up on their two top front legs, lift their entire back leg. I'm not sure how that's how they were able to do that and start whizzing all over a plant. Well, not only that, but I saw the, the baboons in the tree and they're eating this coconut, and the camels are in the water eating just grass. I mean, you don't get it. You don't get Chick Fil A. You don't get. I mean, honestly, there's no. Uh, no there's no. There's, nobody's yeah, making the right. gravy. Nothing. Right. No one's making gravy. That's no, true. I mean, no gravy. And there's no gravy. It's, I mean, look at. Now all, we're back on a nature look how show. Crowded it is, and they're all look at this. This is you're going to eat that out of the water. That's gross. I mean, uh, what was your, what was your, so we're not doing, what did you learn this weekend in one sentence? Cause no, we'll do it tomorrow. tomorrow. What did you learn this weekend? I, I learned it was probably about Colorado. Uh, yeah, I did. I did learn that. There's no question. That was probably one of the main things. What I learned, I learned is that Deion Sanders does that. It's, it's reinvigorated my, my philosophy that the right leader of men can get people to play at a higher level, but it's also that. The portal is so much bigger than I even realized. Like, the portal right now is insane. LSU, brand-new defensive tackle from Western Michigan. Now, some of these guys aren't. It's not like they're terrible. Uh, people, you know, the, Yes, they had a Syracuse corner and a Southeast Louisiana corner. The first thing that went through my mind is, those aren't bastions of defense. But what these, what these Power 5 teams are doing is they're basically, they're basically scouting yeah, they're basically scouting. Here's here's what's happening. They're scouting these teams. They get the word to the player, and the player leaves. Totally illegal, but that's what's happening. Look at the amount of players who are leaving. It's it is truly. I mean, I really truly realize the amount of free agency we have going on. Just watching over the weekend, Florida State LSU had a ton of portal guys in it. Yeah, uh, Colorado we already know about theirs, but. I mean, F- uh, uh, TCU had three players from the SEC added, two guys from Alabama. The like, U of H, the, U of the guys H. that they've added. When Donovan's, I mean, Donovan's this is and, free. This is Fleming true and, free agency and going on right Oklahoma. now. I mean, yeah, it is. True it, free and it's really not like NFL free agency. This is like soccer. You still got to do your, you know, you got to do your job. You got to do your, you, you, you have to get the right guys. I mean, look at LSU's corners. They got the wrong guys. Right. But right? this is like soccer, though. This is what it's like to watch uh, international soccer. Your team is. Most, you know, 70% the same, but you just have a new guy who comes in and takes on a major role. Mm-hmm. Just a, maybe for a year, two years, and then he's gone. It feels sock. College football felt a lot like Premier League soccer yesterday. Uh, yeah. Or uh, Sunday, or Saturday and Sunday, actually. What else? I learned that, that the Pac 12 is disbanding and they're undefeated. The Pac 12 has not lost the game. Hell yet. yeah. Arizona, and I also learned Arizona that- State just snuck by like. Northern Arizona, I think, somebody like that. And I also learned that the Big Twelve might not be all that. Baylor, Stanford won in Hawaii, which Hawaii didn't even want to. I didn't. I forgot about them. No, there were, there were obviously there were there were games that were mismatches, but but they're I, still undefeated. I thought your boy Spaz was still there. Where at Texas State? No, he's a he's a Cal. So he only got two years. He got. I think he was there three years. Did he get three yeah. years? And they and at the first game he's gone. They beat Baylor. I mean, C.J. Kenny did a great job. He went over there. Went to Baylor and beat them. Yeah. Handily. No, it wasn't even close. They, they took care of that business. Texas Tech got the field rush on them. TCU. Uh, Does that sound right Texas that Tech. Wyoming should be rushing a field on Texas yes, Tech? Yes, they don't get You the rush the field on Tech? They don't beat big Division One teams often. Wyoming? I mean, I mean, I mean uh, Power 5 schools. They don't ah, beat Power 5 schools. I just... 
Texas Tech. It was a great think. game too. Did you watch it? I oh, watched no, it. I, I didn't watch. The, I didn't I stay up late for that one. Almost, the, almost the whole thing. It was a great game. Great game. Was it? Yeah. And the way that they did it, you know, TCU scored or T- Texas Tech scored their touchdown, and then went for had to go for two on the second of possession. Didn't get it. They did a nice job. Uh, Wyoming gets their touchdown. And by the way, that's all they did. Texas Tech in overtime. They just said, "Shuck, you're running it." Forget throwing the football. Shuck, you're running it. Run, 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 run. They get down. They score a touchdown. They can't get in on the two-point conversion. Wyoming gets their two-point conversion and wins the football game. So uh, that, was, that, was, that was a really fun game. I learned that maybe the Big 12 ain't all that. Maybe the Big 12, we'll, we'll see. Although Colorado's coming to the Big 12. Utah's coming to the Big 12. Um, Arizona State and Arizona um, are coming as well. But the, the teams that are left behind... Baylor losing to Texas State? What? Mm. What'd you think of Texas? Did you get to see any of that? Yeah, I did. I did. I watched. I, I didn't think they were all that impressive. No, I didn't either. I mean, the final score looked good, but I thought yours was really bad in the first half. Uh, made some bad throws. Nah, not really bad, but made some bad throws. Arch Manning did not play in what ended up being a blowout, so that's going to be interesting. They, they're still on pace to, to red. They'll redshirt him. Yeah, well, he could play four games and they can still redshirt him. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's a game that you expected him to be in because they they thought they would be blowing him out early. Rice played him tough for half. That first half was 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 awfully tough. Yeah, um, Texas just wasn't their offense wasn't their defense looks their defense looks pretty good. It was against Rice and JT Daniels didn't look he doesn't look all that mobile and that's a problem when you're playing Texas, right? JT Daniels didn't look all that great, but you know it's Rice against Texas and. They, they 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 played well for a half. It was a little surprising that it was that close at the half, and uh, and then they, they blew them out in the second half. But yeah, I don't I don't. Are we going to be? Is there an Arch Manning watch all year? No. Well, my wife made me record it. She was headed home from her dad's house, and she made me record it in case Arch got in. But I told her Arch didn't get in. She goes, "You need to delete it." What you, so, wait, you need to leave? No, no. I was at the house. She said, "Will you record it? Because I don't want to just keep watching that." I had other stuff to watch. Yeah. So I don't want to just keep watching Texas Rice. And I record, so I recorded it for her because she wanted to see if Arch Manning would get in. He didn't get in. This was a. Uh, where did this you want to leave thing came, come in? She didn't want to watch it with you? No, she can delete it. Oh, delete. Oh. You can delete it. Oh, Not leave. Oh, oh, you can oh, delete oh, it. Oh, you can delete it. Yeah. Arch didn't get in. Yeah. So she didn't. Wow. She didn't even care about her team. She didn't want to watch it was over a big then. win over Rice. That's, for, that's kind of funny. It was over by then. So. Uh, we got the we got those Oregon crushed and Bo Nix. I mean, the quarterbacks put together big games as you would expect. I did think Drake May looked really good. I watched a lot of that North Carolina, South yeah, Carolina. Del. I got to tell you something. Del. I got to tell you something. He was he very accurate. Del. He made plays, and I don't I, honestly. I don't think it is a blowout. Caleb Williams over Drake May. I mm. don't. I think this mm. is. I think this is going to be a a conversation, a legitimate conversation. Um, well, I think it's a legitimate conversation between the three of them, uh, May, Williams, and Travis Hunter. The two picks that I don't Travis know. Hunter is the the quarterback. I, I, no, he's I'm talking the about the trophy. Campaign. No, I'm talking about the first quarterback taken. Drake oh. May oh, oh, oh. is he a better quarterback from Are what you? you saw on Saturday than no. Shador Sanders? Yeah, I me. Yeah. Well, I'm looking for very specific stuff, like inside of. I'm looking for very specific stuff. Shador Sanders, I've got to watch more. I think the TCU defense is terrible. I thought he had a lot of easy throws to make. 
I don't know what coverage TC was running. I mean, he had guys wide open. Uh, but Shadow Sanders for sure is on my radar, one hundred percent. I just I need to see I need to see more of it. His size is good, right? He's he's like Derek Carr's size, just average size, I think. I have to look it up. I watch obviously uh, the South Carolina North Carolina game because of my Drake May. Not really dislike for him, but just his draft status. And I'm looking at him, go, he's fine. And you know the Joe Burrow stuff is starting to come because he's not overly he's not overwhelming throwing the football. No, so they're starting to be. Oh, well, he, he was accurate on stuff. the slant, like yeah, but it's the and he converted and the third down and he threw across his body for a pick. Yeah. He threw a couple picks and he got lucky when he threw it up in the other tight end made a play. So did he end up with a couple picks? He threw two. He threw two. Oh, okay, I missed one of them. Yeah, he's fine. I mean, Drake may throwing the football. It's not, at least doesn't impress me. I mean, Spencer, Spencer Rattler has all the baggage. No, I them. didn't think that. The arm talent is nothing Yeah, special. so it's going to be all the other things people lean into because ability to move, uh, scramble, get uh, extend plays, that'll be a positive for him. But just as far as just standing back there and throwing the ball, he's, he's got a You know, Shadour's not arm. a great – I didn't think Shadour looked super athletic getting outside of the pocket. And that's Dion's son, so I just expect a little more. But I – I might be wrong, but man, I was really impressed with the where he put the ball. Yeah, he was. Like, accurate. He was very accurate. Apparently, he, I was really. Impressed he did some with training it. with Tom Brady, and uh-huh. he, you can see some of that. The ball you can is where it's supposed the, to go. And, you got to remember now. This his dad. This is not. I mean, his dad has access to a lot of people. He opens a lot of doors. He is going to. Yeah, and I think right now the premier quarterback coach right now is John Beck in NFL NFL circles. He and Tom House are the the premier guys. And uh, you see, even, you know, even, uh, for example, even um, C.J. Stroud, who had come up working with, he's a Mulgetta guy, and had worked with Quincy Avery. He went to John, he wanted to go to John Beck and work with John Beck. So Beck is a guy, it will be inter- interesting to see if, uh, of course, if you're doing the TB12 way, it will be interesting to see what happens with Shador Sanders. But one thing's for certain, Texans fans really, Need I need C.J. Stroud to get off to a good start this year. I don't want to have this buyer's remorse with C.J. Stroud when you have Sander, potentially Sanders and and Caleb Williams and uh, uh, Cam, well, Cam Rising, Cam, Cam uh, Ward, Cam Ward, Jalen Daniels. Yeah, Jalen, who was hurt this yeah. week, and I don't know if he's if Jalen. We'll have to see if he gets in the mix. I think he's a little smaller, but uh, Caleb Williams, like. Not, this not is going to be Jalen. No, no, no. no Jalen is yeah. Jalen's a little shorter, I think. I think, or is he not? I don't think so. Is he not? He looks, you know, Ballard's son got into the game. He's a third string quarterback over there. Uh, he's six feet. Yeah, yeah. I think he's. I think oh, I have to check, but I think I saw he's five ten and a half. Well, on his official listing. Uh, How much does he weigh? Uh, Two hundred six. Okay. Yeah. yeah, he didn't look small. No, he doesn't look small at all. But we'll see. Uh, I think he's going to be in the mix when it comes when it's all said and done. He's, he's wait. He's only a junior, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. He probably won't. He should keep he playing pr- maybe one more year. Yeah. Probably stick around for another. This isn't year, a great year to him. come out either. I don't yep. think. No. Not with all these. This is a pretty. I. It, 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 we'll wait. Bo Nix. I mean, we'll wait and see how good these guys. I. I will readily admit. I've got. It's going to take a while for Bo Nix to yeah. to grow on to me because I. I saw so much of it at Auburn, and I'm so biased. Like I've got to watch him play well. I'm not even going to look at the tape on him until until I saw him I play s- really well at Auburn against LSU. He, but he did a lot of it with his legs. They couldn't bring him down. They couldn't tackle him. It was uh, bothersome that that game. But um, 
And, and that was against, against a good LSU team that, that Bo Nix just uh, actually, he was surprising how yeah. how well he played. We got to go, but one we didn't mention, and Texas is going to have to see him, is Jalen Milrow. That dude yep. is, whew, he can run the football. And if you like gonna, him as a panel, like if he's going to throw the ball like he did over the well, on Saturday, so hey, I don't. If you can run like that and not throw, you can be the fourth. Well, to pick. me, you can be the fourth pick in the draft. Well, yeah, no, I mean that's true, but I think Anthony Richardson's a more talented passer. But from a running standpoint, well, if I'm Nick, I lean into the running stuff as much as I can. Like, do what he does best because that guy, that guy's like watching Kenyon Drake quarterback. Well, in week one. I I was I thought I was getting some Blake Sims vibes vibes from back in the mid to 2014 15 area, but yeah. he, he threw the, the deep ball pretty well. No, it throws a deep ball well. Yeah, so we'll I think see. it's the I think it's the moving his feet, resetting the feet, and throwing accurately. You know things that you have to do, and I and sometimes I'd get into just draft mode as opposed to just you know what can win college games. I'm still not all in on, and that wasn't very good competition. Let's be real. I want to see more of Milrow because I thought Milrow was so disappointing last year as a passer, so I want to see it more. But players get better as they get older and more time. But your patio where you watch your games. Yeah, so uh actually did watch some some football out there the other night on the patio. Have my big two fans are cranking it up. Today we're making tri-tip out on the grill. So we're going to make some. I'm going to go buy Pete's Fine Meats, go get the tri-tip. Oh, i got to make sure he's open. But I told the, one of my kids said, hey, I've heard about tri-tip, tri-tip. I said, yeah, Michael's got that, and I'm going to make it on the grill I got a grill that is built in. The outdoor kitchen was retrofit into my patio. I, I actually had it done after the patio was built. You can have them done the same time. You can go get your burgers and steaks over at a local butcher like Michael and then, you know, have your memories right there. Have Cook your steaks just the way you want them, just the way you don't want them. Get, get so good at it that you don't even want to go to another steakhouse because you do it so well. And you got your TV there. To watch games, you got your sound system to listen to the games on speaker. I mean, on the uh, with the uh, with the great sound system that's that's set up right there in your in your roof. You've got your your fans on. You've got memories that you're making with your friends, your family members. Let your kids go outside and eat pizza and hamburgers. Let neighborhood kids come over and watch games, or get out there and watch your Sunday football or Saturday football or UFC fights right there on your patio. TexasCustomPatios.com. The work that they do is phenomenal go to the website and you'll see for yourself some of the before and afters it's texascustompatios.com you're back in the veritex community bank studios with john granado and lance zerline all right it's a holiday it's an official this doesn't feel like a holiday show but we got a lot of sports to talk i got a lot of you know, well, it's because what, it's the beginning of the football season, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I got a lot of, when we got swept yesterday by the Yankees, which is not, you know, ideal. At home? Um, oh, no, really? At home, That's yeah. not ideal? A bad baseball team swept uh-huh. you at home? Okay. Oh, it's a disaster! An absolute disaster for Houston! It was. It was. I had something that popped up on my little, you know, I'm just going through the reels on, uh, I'm going through reels on, uh, on Instagram, and this came up. And I'll stop on these little things just to see. I love, I love the fact that uh, I've always, from the time I was young, you know, and, and I, I, in high school, we used to kind of were interested in everyone's cultures and the differences. And, you know, it wasn't like it is now. So this popped up, Dale, and I'm going to let you speak on this. And any, and any listeners, it is things black people do for no reason. I'm going to let you speak on this. And tell me, John, if you do any of these things. Okay. 
Okay? Because what I found out is I think I might be black if this is what black people do. Because I do a lot of these things, too. Huh. One of them I didn't know about. Rub your feet together when laying down. Now, I don't do that one. You rub your feet? Like, no, I don't do that. I don't just rub my own. My own just. This guy's laying down watching TV on his bed. He's he's got socks on and he's just kind of rubbing his feet together. Is that a thing? Not for me, it's not. Yeah, I do that if my feet are itchy. Well, that's. Yeah, that's something you do because your feet itch, but I'm not sure it's just something I'm going to do. Yeah, I don't think I just lay down and rub my feet together. I don't think I do. That's a black person thing. According to that list. According to this guy, yeah. Okay, hit stuff while vacuuming. What do you mean hit stuff? Like, Boom, like right you're vacuuming and you hit the door, you hit the, the trash can. I don't hit things. I actually hit, I'll hit a doorway when I'm walking. I do that, though. I do that. I'll do doorway, yeah. yeah but I, don't I don't hit other stuff well, I necessarily. Hit stuff. I hit stuff with, with the your vacuum. vacuum? Yeah. I don't do that. That's kind of normal, that's though. That's what people do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't think that's unusual. Number I don't three. I don't think it's unusual. I don't either. think it's a race thing. Number three. Bring our cup to the refrigerator when getting something to drink. I do that too. I do like that. Like when you get a cup and you Yeah, I don't I don't usually I think this guy does I think he's in a bubble where he thinks only black Guess what else black Is people do? Is it a do? black person's list? They'll flip back and forth between channels but like it, Yeah, it's a black person's okay. list. No, it's not white. It's a white person. Like, person. This is what black people do. <laughs> yeah. No. 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 But I think this guy must be in a bubble where he's no, never around I, any white people because yeah, he's like, we do crazy things like, you know, sometimes I will open the refrigerator door and I'm trying to get water and it turns off. Like, nah. Yeah, I carry what? the cup to the – I don't take – I don't usually pull out the uh, the carton or whatever. The now, that's what he pour. does on this video. Yeah, I, See, I don't do that because I drink right out of the bottle. Well, you're out of the a savage. That's back. why. You're a savage. Yeah. No, he's, uh, no, no, he's not a savage. He is – he's empty nest. But his wife might want to drink out of something. It's too bad. She can get her own thing. A lot of stuff Yeah, separate things. She can get her own thing. She always says, what are you doing, you animal? I'll drink right out of the milk carton like the kids can just deal with it. And I'm like, why? Who else else drinks this? Me. I can do it if I want. I mean, yeah. Why do you care? You take the occasional swig. Everyone does that, I think. I call her woman a lot. I'm sure that goes well. All right, number four. (laughs) I had to think about this. I do do this one, too. I don't know why. Check our pockets when someone... When someone loses something around us. Hey, does anyone know where my phone is? Uh, well, phone, you may accidentally pick it up. Does somebody know where my keys are or whatever? Have you seen this? I check my pockets, too. Like, why would I be checking like my I, pockets? Why? Because you might. I think it's you just want to show it's not picked, me. Uh, picked it up. I mean, I'll do that. Someone says, someone says hey, I, I lost it. And you tap. Oh, I don't have it. I, you tap your pockets. Yeah, oh, if I you, don't have the it. first thing I yeah. do is tap my pockets. I don't, it's instinctive. I don't know I why. I think that's instinctive with everybody, though. Listen, when somebody, I want to make sure that you know I'm not stealing your stuff. Yeah, I, right. man, it's not me. I don't yeah, any, yeah, not me. No, I but apparently only black people do right. this. According to this, I, this guy literally is in such a bubble now that he doesn't know white. I can tell him white people stuff, and we can see. I can, I can tell him tell, things. I can tell you a white person thing right now. Okay, what? Don't go to break on time. Oh, wow. well, it's a holiday show. What do breaks matter? Yeah. Well, they still and here's matter. number here's still number matter. five, and we'll I get pass. to the break. I, well, it is what I do. Mm-mm. Looking out of the window when giving directions to somebody on a phone. Uh, no, I don't. Do I that. do that sometimes. I don't, I don't look out. Maybe out of a, no, that's a black person thing. No, you I, get that one, Dale. I don't do that. I said I don't do that. I've done that one. Yeah, 
I'm awful at directions because all my directions are like landmarks. I don't go by streets. I go, oh, if you turn, if you see the church and make a left, that's where – I always go – I don't go turn on FM 518. I go turn at the church. So I'd be bad. I Like I – my mom flew in with, with family uh, one time, and I gave them directions from the from the highway simply by landmarks because I, I don't know streets. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a bit – well, I, I obviously oh. don't. Oh, turn down the music on the car when backing up to park. That's not a black person thing. That's a concentration. I do the same thing. Well, or I'm black. One or the other. My truck does black. that automatically. It my does? Tr- oh, yeah. Hold on here. Let no, me. it, it uh, turns. I, it's he not a. He turns the Ford. <laughs> oh, it turns down the music. It turns the music I thought down. you meant it backs up and parks no, no, automatically. No, no, no. no. <laughs> oh, I thought that's what you meant. No. Because no. they had those self-parking cars, I guess, but I wouldn't trust them. No, I wouldn't either. No, 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 no. I barely trust it uh, hands-free driving. And oh, by the way, you I'm have hands free. This oh, I have the one where it'll keep you inside the lanes, but it's like you're swerving back and forth between lanes. No, 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 no. And my this wife will drive. Oh, this it keeps it, you. It says put your hands free, on the wheel. But it says if you take your hands off the wheel, put your hands on the wheel. Otherwise, we're taking the hands free away from you. Well, then it's not hands free. It's not hands free. It's and actually, if you want to know the truth, how about this? If I look at the passenger or I look behind. It tells me watch the road. Okay, we're doing too Oof, much. Now. Way too much. We're doing too much like, now on our car. I was scared. I was like, "Well, how do you know I'm looking over there? Got a camera on you? Please look forward. Yes. Are we in Black Mirror already? Would you like for us to take your hands free away from you? Do you have a voice like a woman's no, voice it doesn't, it doesn't. in there? Uh, it, it would be up. a woman's voice. We're gonna, gonna need you to do something. You. We're gonna need you to do something to that prime minister. <laughs> <laughs> what? what? <laughs> 847 ESPN 97.5 and 92.5 right for here. me to talk about the Houston Cougars. How about that game on Saturday? It was a great atmosphere. It was wonderful. The blue uniforms, the Oiler uniforms were awesome. Everything about it was a great night. They won the game, took care of business. Uh, they were underdogs and yet came through. That was as good an atmosphere as you're going to find. Somebody rated it like the ninth best atmosphere in college football, in all of college football on Saturday, That was, which was awesome. Now, We've been waiting for this for a long time. Big 12 is coming. It's TCU coming to town. Not this Saturday, but the following Saturday. Get your tickets now. Go to uhcougars.com slash tickets or call 713-GO-COOGS. The next home game is a Big 12 game, the first Big 12 game. And you better get your tickets now because it was almost a a sellout. it It was right there on Saturday. It's going to be full. It is going to be full. So come early. Enjoy all the activities Cougar Alley, the LED TV screen, Bud Light Backyard, the Coke Fan Zone, and more. Spirit of Houston will perform at halftime. Entertainment by cheerleaders Cougar Dolls, Shasta, and Sasha. DJ Yobi Yobes in the student section, or Yobby Yobs, whatever his name is. Come early, be loud, wear red. UHCougars.com slash tickets, 713, go Cougs. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Dude. I'd be most worried about seeing my seminal vesicles. I like the Florida State seminal vesicles. Back to the Veritex Community Bank Studios and your daily distraction from the horrific reality of your very existence. Man, I didn't know it was that bad. But hey, it's John and Lance. Holiday show. We're way behind in, in, on breaks, but you know what? We'll catch up. But you can get in. 713-780-3776 if you want to get yeah, in Yeah, are you here. listening? Yeah. If you're listening right now, 
you can get into the show and hang out. Something something maybe that you learned this weekend. Tomorrow we'll play. What did you learn this weekend in one sentence? Yeah, maybe you usually don't get to play that game. You can play it today. We're going to play it tomorrow also. Yeah. Yeah, if you yeah, want to yeah. tell something you learned this weekend, go ahead. Yeah, you're more than welcome to come on in. Maybe you can't be here tomorrow or whatever the case may be. Maybe you're not listening in the 7 o'clock hour because that's that's when we do it, 7.45 on our first day back from the weekend. But tomorrow is actually the first day back from the weekend, so we will do we will play What Did You Learn This Weekend in One Sentence tomorrow. Dana Holgerson will also join us tomorrow right here on the show, so we will talk to him about the win and playing Rice. Rice looked pretty good in the first half, especially defensively, against the University of Texas. And then it all fell apart for him because uh, it was the University of Texas. And Rice wasn't going to be able to stay with him. But but they looked uh, pretty good. And they're ready. Um, you know, last year they brought cigars to the University of Houston to celebrate the win over U of H. Who did? Rice. They did? They brought cigars to the locker room. Wow, they had some confidence. Yeah, they did, and they almost won the game. Mm-hmm. They, it, was, it came down to the last play, remember? Oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah. yeah. Mike Bloomgren, is, is, he's the right guy there. He's the right guy for them. I mean, it's always going to be tough. You're, you're in a no-win situation. Yeah. But yeah. Todd Graham won there. He did? Not It didn't stay long. David Bailiff won for a while. Yeah. yeah. I think he can win. It's, it's relative, but, yep. but um, it is hard to sustain. Yep, yep, yep. I've got a... a a list. I here. think. By the way, I think Donovan Smith needs to play better. I didn't. I didn't love the offense the other night. Uh, I thought the offense was 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 not great. I thought Donovan Smith was just kind of average. They're going to need to get a lot better. It's a win, and you beat a team last year that was you know moved the ball on you in the second half. You had Clayton Tune and Tank Dell making plays for you last year in that triple overtime win. But this year, um, yeah, that offense still has a little ways to go. And it's game one. Yeah. What do you think his his numbers were? Who, Donovan Smith? Yeah. I don't know what the final numbers ended up being. He had some good rushing yards. Um, they weren't great in the first half at all. Well, I don't know. What were they? They scored 17. Um, yeah, they did score 17. Donovan Smith, his numbers were, um, let's see, I got a back score here, um, 22 of 34, 233 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Yeah. I mean, he was, right. yeah, he was better than 60. He was 68%. He threw for 233 and two touchdowns. Early on, he missed some He, he missed some throws. So he had throws, some guys yeah. open down the field. Where he was he better, in the sec- better in the second half, but they didn't, you know, it wasn't really an offensive. No. 17 ain't going to be enough to win many games in college football. Uh, no. To me, the story of that game was the way Doug Belk's defense played. And I want to make sure I mention Doug Belk's name because he took a lot of grief last year, and, you know, rightfully so. I mean, his, his, his defense, he's the coach, his defense fell apart late in games. But I thought he had a great game plan, and his team played really well. Yeah. His team played. So I want to make sure and shout out his unit because I thought they did a great job. I, I, I actually talked to Dana after, uh, afterwards about Donovan, and he said, I didn't ask him to do much. I didn't, we really didn't ask him to do uh, all that much. You know, speaking of Donovan, who came in, how about the guy who went out, Alton McCaskill? He goes to Colorado. He's still recovering from the knee injury, and you got a freshman go for four touchdowns. Yeah. Scary. I'm not sure that was the right move for him. No, At well, the time, it may have seemed it like was it. was financially. Yeah, I guess that's all that matters. Yeah, I guess. I mean, his he family, would have got a, his family needs the money. Yeah, he yeah it's he a, would have got a good nil deal here. Not as much as they're getting him, I guess. But um, he's doing a lot of nil deals over there. Well, he did a nice big one to, to you know to sign. 
Well, you're not supposed to get signing oh, bonuses, not, not with the oh, team. Okay. What do you you're mean? Not, you're not? No. Okay. What do you mean by that? What's he What's he representing? Is the air conditioning company or a roofer or what? Uh, what's he using his name, image, and likeness for as he recovers from injury? Just cash. I'm, here's, here's I'm a, sure he's... No, what you're saying, no, what you're saying is illegal. I'm sure yeah, he's posting some it. stuff. I am saying it. And I'll say it. I'll tell you right now. I'm sure he's illegal. posting. What would Dion say about... Why is John... Well, now, I wonder why John is all of a sudden like, Oh, yeah, it's a suitcase. Oh, yeah, it's a suitcase. It's cheating. Maybe this is the reason why. What do you mean? I don't know what you're referring to, Lance. Damn it, Dale. What are you talking do about? Do you believe? I don't know if you believe. I, I believe. You could have gone I, right he, to John's is he, uncomfortable. Is he threatened? He's threatened. Things that have never been done, and that makes people uncomfortable. Yeah. When you see a, a confident black man sitting up here talking his talk, walking his walk, coaching 75% of African-Americans in the locker room, that's kind of threatening. So is that why you're saying he's giving people... No, I'm uh, saying he's suitcases giving people of suitcases cash. full of cash because he did. Because he's a confident Allegedly. black man. So that's why he did it. Allegedly. Allegedly. I guess you're... Are you a believer? Yes or no? Yeah. And as far as... A ultimate, are you a... I, oh, I'd like Dion to come and sue me for saying that. Because we, we can... Then we'll go to court. Okay, then we'll go to court. And then and it's we'll going to be a matter... And then we're going to put our hands on Bibles. Hands on Bibles. Maybe they're just calling to say, how you doing, no. Alton? We'll find out where the burner phone is, maybe. Mm. Well, you won't find as far out. as Alton McCaskill is concerned, Dylan Edwards is like 5'9", 170. So, yes, that guy is a really good player. But there's there's a, there's room for Alton. When you when you're when the when your lead back, but is their five, banger nine. played pretty well too. They got a bigger back that was hammering in there. No, there's room for Alton McCaskill, but he's not going to uh, he's not going to be showcased. Not with Shador Sanders on that team. Not with you know Travis Hunter on that team, and not with he's not Alton McCaskill's not going to be a showcase. Player. Yeah, but the, if Colorado's defense is going to be as bad as they are, they're going to be they're going to have plenty of opportunities to try to score mm-hmm. points and plenty of plays that that offense is going to have to run. Yeah, because yeah. I didn't think the TCU quarterback's all that good either, and they. Gave up plenty of what points. did you guys think of the new rules? I mean, there were plenty of plays in that football game. Brian Kelly was pissing and moaning about the number of plays. Well, Chip Kelly oh, at, took Chip issue. Kelly did, yes. yeah. Oh, Chip Kelly was, was was well because you don't have yeah. I mean, the clock running it really it, it takes, takes a little bit of a difference. The steam but there out. Plenty of plays in that Colorado game. There were, but not if you're an over player. Um, well, for Colorado, there was an over play. Yeah, it was, was an over delay. But not if you were playing. Um, Actually, the first half went over an FSU, LSU change. Thing. It is going to change the under-over average. It depends on how fast the tempo is. Like, FSU was playing at modest tempo, but then who was the game that we saw? It was TCU. Played it. Well, it's Kendall Bryles. Yeah. They were playing at a crazy like tempo. Yeah, yeah, they're always going to play like that. I think Arkansas, I think Arkansas State and Portland State, would ask that there be less plays in games. Yeah, losing seventy three to nothing and eighty one to seven. I think they say, hey, hey, what, what's with these rules? Hey, <laughs> let's not stop the clock for anything. Incompletions. The Oklahoma nothing. game could have got to. I mean, yeah. that one feels like that could have got to hundred if they wanted if it. They to. wanted it. Yeah, if they wanted to. Absolutely. All right, 713-780-3776. Catching up on breaks now with uh, Doc Linville. Doc Linville is, is somebody that listen. He's awesome. Doc Linville is going to make sure that you look your best, you feel your best, you feel great about your hair. You might have a receding hairline right now, or you're starting to grow a a bald spot in the back. He can do the PRP, in which he stimulates the growth by just uh, shooting your own blood into your your. Uh, they take out your blood, they mix it up, and then they shoot it back in there, and that stimulates the growth of your hair you can do that or you can get the neo grafting and the doc will tell you which one you're ready for it you know there's a lot of guys out there oh it's just receding some right now let's try to stimulate it first 
It's a lot cheaper, a lot better, and it's a you know, it's cheaper for you. So uh, Doc Linville is like, I don't care. Uh, you know what? I, we want you to grow hair, and we're going to do it the best way. I don't care about the money. What I care about is you get your hair the way that you want it. Doc Linville has been doing this. He's been great at it. He's one of the biggest in the city, and he in just a few short years, he's been doing this for I don't know about four years or so, and he's one of the biggest and best in the city. So if you're looking for a great way to get hair, I did it. A bunch of guys here did it, and it, we all swear by it. 975hair.com, 975hair.com. ESPN, 97.5 and 92.5. Sweet, sassy, molassie. Clever metaphors and catchphrases escape me, like a fat girl waving her trophy from the smell contest. Sweet, sassy, molassie, I'm trying my best here.